0: Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet a wonderfully diverse set of the campus and Owensboro community population. And today it is my pleasure to bring to you Dr. Andrew Bolden, who is the program director and assistant professor of the communication arts program at Kentucky Wesleyan College. And Andrew, thank you so much for joining me this morning on what has turned out to be a fairly non-sunny but happily, rainy day.
1: Yes, yeah, you know, coming off of spring break and Burger Week, right? Well, so, yes, that's, a, that's mean, just a double positive. I, I am, I am living the dream right now. So.
0: Well, it's lucky we all go back to work today because coming <laughs> off of spring break and Burger Week, that this is not Man, a healthy. Is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, give me a little bit of a background on yourself. You're probably better known in the community than me, but I always like for people to give just a bit of a background, just in case. For the person out there listening, you—they don't know exactly who you are.
1: Yeah, sure. So this is my third year here at Wesleyan, and uh, prior to here, I was at uh, Vincent's University at Vincent's, Indiana, and uh, USI University of Southern Indiana are our, our Division Two rival, if you will. Ah, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's where I, I completed my undergrad in radio television broadcasting, uh, did my graduate work and my master's degree there as well, and really got to to start teaching at, at mm-hmm. the college level at USI and just fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. had a passion of, of working with students. And one of the things that I like to, to tell my students is, um, you know, I, I went into sports broadcasting. That was kind of my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up listening to St. Louis Cardinals baseball and oh, yes. wanted to be the next Jack Buck, you know. So, <laughs> um, And and so I did that in undergrad and got to travel and all that. And that was so fun. Um, but when I started teaching... I started to, you know, kind of pair myself up with students and and work with students, but still get to be part of the media industry. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's really been a a really cool career to explore, you know, uh, within the last, gosh, now seven years that that I've been in in higher education. So it's pretty.
0: And I I want to explore that a little bit. My wife has a communication, or not a communication, but an arts degree. Okay. And throughout her entire time as an undergraduate, it was painting drawing the types of skills that one puts through in know, with the last thousands of years exactly. of, of art and within a year after graduating she had to learn all the new computer software yeah. and it was just it was amazing it was almost like going back to get a different degree but you're employed yeah. and throughout the majority of her career the artwork she did was on different types of media platforms mm-hmm. using different types of software. And she still loves to do freehand work, yeah. but overnight it almost went away. And I heard you give a, a wonderful talk a couple of weeks ago, just on changes and, yeah. and communication and how we, how we do things. And, and here you and I sit doing a, a radio show and blog, Right, exactly. Uh, but <laughs> in the seven years that, that, you've been going through, what are some of the major changes that you've seen?
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I get to do is, is travel to different conferences and and conventions and, um, the the big one that I get to go to is the National Association of Broadcasters, mm-hmm. and, and it's uh, they pair it up with a, a education uh, conference at the same time, and so we get to see and explore and, and discuss kind of how um, higher education is is teaching skills and, mm-hmm. and teaching students the next leaders of broadcasting, but we also get to go to the trade show, the big trade show, oh, uh, yes, and and see the technology, and um, and it's just fascinating, like you said, to see the change in technology. Um, when I was in undergrad, um, you know, we were we were editing digitally using mm-hmm. computers. Um, and, and my professors would talk about, oh, we did film and we did, right. you know, audio tape <laughs> and, and actually spliced, you know. Um, but even in that short span of of my four years of as an undergrad student, and in and, and then to, to start teaching, the advancement in technology has just gone crazy. You know, one one of the big things that I've seen is. Um, the cost of technology in some aspects has come down. Correct. Which has allowed not, not even colleges, but but just the average consumer mm-hmm. to go out and buy a really nice camera. I mean, look at your phone, right? I mean Well, and,
0: and, and if you think about it, everybody argues about the cost of a phone today. And I just absolutely. got a new iPhone thirteen and with the specials they had, it ended yeah. up being three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So you've basically bought a computer that fits into your pocket, yeah. but a computer that allows for you to make and receive phone calls not just orally but also visually right exactly and yeah where was that 20 years ago oh, there was man. Uh, so we 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 lament the cost of a phone because I used to have a dial-up, but yeah. I think we, we paid a good $15 for mm-hmm. it at the time and, and griped about that. But we're basically purchasing small computers that fit in our pocket. We are. This yeah. is Dick Tracy. It, right, it is. Yeah. You know, in, in, in the- and for those of you out there who do not know Dick Tracy, please Google it because we do have the World Wide <laughs> Web. Right, we, we do. And, and we should maybe
1: play Dick Tracy <laughs> no, after our show. You know, that'd be good. Um, so, you know, it, it's fascinating because the, the cameras, and, and I was talking with one of our art teachers over break, you know, his uh, he got into New iPhone and, and the lenses that you can buy and, and adapt these cameras. Oh my gosh. You know, they they rival some of the big name, yeah. like Canon and, and Nikon cameras that you could spend thousands of dollars on, you know? And so uh, I, I think that's one of the big aspects that we've seen is just the price of consumer electronics and technology coming down, uh, which allows us to explore and, and, and sort of you know, do some of these startup video blogs Mm -hmm. and and audio podcasts. You know, I I know a lot of students and what what we would probably consider amateurs have their own home studios now. I was
0: going to say it it really allows the everyday person to who has a dream of becoming a professional yeah. to actually seek out that dream Absolutely. without the impediments of cost
1: right yeah and and you can YouTube links and, and videos to, to find you know ways to set up your studio and, and even sort of learn some aspects mm-hmm. of audio editing and video editing that makes it a little easier so uh, it, it's just you know, One of the things that I like to, to to talk about is one of the last conferences that I was able to go to pre-COVID, uh, they were displaying 16K cameras and monitors. <laughs> and this was right before 4K really took off. And I'm like, how in the world, right? Right. You know, we, we don't even have 4K yet and you're already selling and demonstrating 16K. It's just mind-blowing.
0: <laughs> well, then I, I was watching an old show. Uh, and I forget the title, but it, it went back to the eighties when the web was just coming in yeah. and I had to laugh because they were talking about when the 9,600 baud modem comes out, <laughs> things will be so much faster <laughs> and they, they think they might actually get to 56, six, but who knows? Man. Yeah. And they were cutting that, the edge. Right? Oh my gosh. I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could, you could almost download a movie in two hours. <laughs> think about that. You, you start the download, you go out for breakfast, you come back, and it's almost ready almost to go. Done. Almost
1: Almost. <laughs> hey, get off the phone. I need yeah, to make a right. phone call. Right? Well, there oh, is, man. Yes.
0: When I was in graduate school, our laboratory I had one phone line. So you were either dialing up to check emails yep. or to send data, because we'd send a lot of our data over That'd email. Yeah. And, and and if somebody was on the line, it had better be important. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so. laughs> <laughs> it's really kind of wow. just amazing.
1: It's crazy. It, you know, and, and I know the college just invested for, to expand
0: our fiber connection yes. over summer. You know, that was a and- huge project, and we should get, hopefully, a little or 10 times the speed. You have wow. to plug in okay. for that. Uh, okay. we're, we're still working on the Wi-Fi aspect okay. of that, but if you plug in, you get 10 times of the speed that we used to. And yeah. now it's just a matter with the Wi-Fi of putting the right... Um, I'm going to skip on what the... Uh, Access points. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Around yeah, campus, yeah. it should be almost ubiquitous across okay, campus. Wow. Um But we're getting there.
1: You know, and, and, and you talk about that, and, and you know, again, thinking of in the infrastructure of the college, and when we first probably had internet access, you know, that was pre-streaming, that was pre yes. these these uh, gaming systems that connect to the internet and, and play, and you know, this is what students are bringing to campus,
0: and and so we
1: we need this access.
0: Well, and and just in the last. For five years with the streaming devices, mm-hmm. and the I remember when my wife and I first got rid of our landline. <laughs> I did the tip typical science thing as a chemist. I followed all the phone calls we got for right. about two months on the landline, yeah. and it was nothing but advertisements and mm-hmm. idiocy and and so we cut it, but for a couple of months, it felt very surreal i bet and and then, about two years ago, right before we moved to Kentucky, we cut our cable. Wow. And got YouTube TV and yeah. Netflix yeah. and I just canceled Hulu because they went up again. It just made <laughs> me mad. But we, we so we we are untethered in terms of landlines right. and cable. Yeah. And you go back 10 or 15 years and talk about the modems and the dial-ups and it's just amazing, and and I still remember when cable first came out. Mm-hmm. And you got all twelve channels, right. <laughs> all twelve. It was amazing. It was, oh my wasn't it? <laughs> gosh, it was mind blowing. And some of the channels went twenty four hours. Yeah, not all. Right. Most still cut out at about midnight, yeah, but, but yeah. some went a full 24 hours. Oh,
1: whew. I, I like to trace in, in one of my classes the history of technology. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we do is, is you know, talk about the evolution of cable TV and radio and, and some of these, you know, what we would call traditional media. Mm-hmm. And we talk about things like that. And students are just mind-blowing that you mean the shut off. What 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 was on the air? It's <laughs> right. Static. Nothing. You know.
0: <laughs> you were supposed to go to bed exactly, yeah, <laughs> or read yeah. a book, right? Which what is another that? funny one. So I, I <laughs> love reading. I, I yep. read several books a week, and and I'll stay up all night if I have to. I figure sleep is not worth <laughs> sleep is not worth not reading. There you go. Uh, but I remember several years ago. This is God. Not, probably 10 or 15 years. (laughs) I was on a trip and I had a couple of books with me and I finished them and I ended up leaving two of them in a hotel and I bought two more at an airport. (laughs) And that was when the Kindle was first coming out, very first coming out. So I bought that and it was so enlightening, but I still like the the feel of the book in my hand. And I think that's something that students, even today, our students probably don't fully understand that right. feel of the book in your hand, the smell, the, right. the,
1: t- you know, yeah. And now yeah. I have
0: a Samsung pad and I have a Kindle <laughs> application and I've, I download everything onto that. Yeah. And yeah. because it's much easier travel wise and much more efficient than, than wandering through a bookstore, which is a lost art. It is right. Yeah. But we all sort of follow that path. Right. And it's amazing. I remember when uh, Steve
1: jobs released the, the first iPod you know, back in <laughs> 2000 or whatever. And you know, the idea of having a thousand songs at your disposal, like, I don't even have a thousand songs in my
0: library, but, right? You know, all right. of a
1: sudden I need access to this, you know, <laughs> right? On something that was
0: half the size of a playing card, exactly. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, we found an iPod in our house in one of our boxes, <laughs> and it still works. Wow. We don't know. Actually, we did. We were able to hook it to the computer and still change the song list. <laughs> nice. So, nice. that's kind of like finding a hieroglyphic right it is yeah, yeah it's like a time capsule <laughs> we were laughing so hard but the size is perfect if you're out walking or jogging or riding and, and i would not please do not go out riding a bike with earphones and just i forget i said that it's not good for that no but uh yeah it's just the, the technology change is amazing is. i ran our website when I was a professor, I ran our website for about twelve years, okay. and I got to the point. That it started with HTML language, right? So I had to learn HTML language, which the best way they said to learn it was to go out and find a site you like and copy everything <laughs> they did, <laughs> because they said you can read the book, right? And then by the time you get back to what you need, you're going to forget it That's anyway, that which that is what sense. we always yeah. tell our students, oh, yeah. right? Learn it, live it, mm-hmm. love it, and uh, so I got to the point where I could write HTML almost as quickly as as anything, and wow. and I did animation. I did all these things. Yeah. It was wonderful. I was at the top of the game, really. And now, if you ask me to do a website, <laughs> I really have no idea what I right. I wouldn't even know how to start anymore. Yeah, so you yeah. have to go re- But that also, one, it, it, the shame is how quickly it can fall out of mm-hmm. of being able to do those types of things, but how quickly, if you're willing, yes. how quickly you can pick it up too. Exactly. Cause I went yep. from zero to websites in, in under six months. I could, Absolutely. And, and I was contracted to do outside websites. It was, wow. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then it's amazing how quickly you lose it.
1: But. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something too, I think we try and encourage our students is, you know, you're, you're a lifelong learner, you know, just because you have your four year bachelor's degree doesn't mean your, your learning stops when correct. you graduate, you know, correct. You're going to use these school, skill sets, but then build on it. Cause then in five, 10 years, your job may be different. You well, know, I, how can you be adapt?
0: I think one learn? of the most important things I heard you say uh, on more than one occasion is that we, you do teach the current media. Yeah. You have to, yeah. and you get people at the speed, but, Much of what you teach them is that it's going to continually change and that they have to be ready for that change and ready to adapt to that change. And that's really lifelong learning because where you are now is going to be so different from where you you are 10 years Mm -hmm. uh, from now. And for anybody out there who does not believe that, just think 10 years ago. Think 20 years ago. And that's just completely amazing how quickly it changed. And it's going to continue. I read where there are now more than 50 million attachments to the web on any given day. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> and that's just 50 million in one day in one day <laughs> and, and I'm actually surprised it's not a little bit more yeah yeah truthfully because I've got my phone my computer we've got four or five tvs that are smart tvs now <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm thinking it. I'm thinking that's probably a low count.
1: It, it probably is, right? Yeah, and it, you, you look at smart technology. I just bought a new printer, and and it can order ink for itself. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of crazy, right? I yes. mean, you, you hook it up, and, and it and it knows when the ink levels are low, and it goes yeah. to Amazon or whatever yeah. and buys its own ink. And I'm just like, huh? Yeah.
0: It's a little did, scary. did you name it
1: Hal? I, I should have, right? Yeah.
0: Would you like to and play and a game? for you out there who does not know <laughs> that reference to Hal, please Google that too on what we now know as. A World Wide Web, and that'll take you back to a very futuristic movie that we never thought would actually arrive, but we've now surpassed. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is yeah. just completely amazing, and I always laugh. I grew up watching reruns of of, of Star Trek. Okay. And the lasers. I remember right. when the flip phones flip phones first came out, we thought, "Oh, this is so cool." And and then and Dick Tracy, who I'm sure everybody's already googling, uh-huh. with the TV watch right. and all of that's happening. It, it's there. And it's- what. One of the things that I when we look at futuristic shows right now, there's really nothing they're putting out that you say eh, I don't know. It can't happen, right? Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know. Have we forgotten how to think that far ahead? Yeah, or is it just changing so quick that so quickly that nothing surprises us anymore?
1: You know, that's a very that's a good question. I think one of the things, and I, and I had this conversation with a group of my students the other day. I needed them. I'm now at the age where I'm beginning to not understand some of the new media and technology. Yes. Yeah. It happened again. It happens very quickly. And 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 it was having them explain the metaverse to me. You know, and I don't know if you've really delved into what the metaverse is. So this is, this is one of the big things that Mark Zuckerberg, love him or hate him, right. Is, is doing with Facebook and meta. And, and it's, it reminds me of, of I used to read books um, by Tom Clancy mm-hmm. um, of, of just a very virtual atmosphere and, and everything is virtual, you know? Okay. And so uh, I think they, the, the, the one example that one of the students used was uh, the Brooklyn Nets, a real team, M- NBA team, is selling digital tickets to virtual games that are happening <laughs> in real time. And I'm like, hey, explain that to me, you know? And he goes, so you could buy a, 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 a virtual ticket to a virtual game, but it's really playing out in, in real space.
0: And I'm like, that's just
1: mind-blowing,
0: right? So the whole thing's digitally run. There's no actual physical player playing, but the game is being played.
1: So, so you're watching a real game, but it's at, in the comfort of your home. Oh, a I, VR set. But it looks like that you're oh, in the oh, oh, visual. Okay, VR right, right, set. Yes. Make sense. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, and that makes sense. I mean, if you think about it now with COVID, right? Uh, most movies are released streaming as well as in That's the streaming. theaters at the yep. same time. And as technology continues to get better, VR is going to be ubiquitous oh, in another It'll five be. years.
1: Yeah, you know, and and you look at you know. Everything from video conferencing that we've seen to education that's moved more online or or a hybrid model, you know, I mean, everything's shifting to this kind of visual medium now. Um, Like it or love it, you know,
0: it's kind of where we're at with the digital technology. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. We're running out of time. I'd love to take the next (laughs) step and talk about education with this, because I I would argue that. What Kentucky Wesleyan College offers with the in-person learning experience is something that will never go away because people still don't like to be isolated. They still want to be able to come together and we integrate all of the technology to make that experience enhanced rather than replaced. Uh, So I may have to have you back on and we we can talk about that (laughs) at some time. Uh, But I love to give my guest the last word. So anything you'd like to say before we have to close this segment?
1: Yeah. You know, I think, I think for me, um, it's just understanding, I'll kind of pivot on, on that point that you, that you had, um, as a communication scholar and, and, and researcher, uh, we've seen the need for interpersonal communication mm-hmm. through COVID and, and the idea that we can isolate ourselves, that, that it's detrimental to, to ourselves. Yeah. And so, um, you know, find those connection points, even if it is over a, a, a video phone call, you know, stay. In communication with each other, stay in contact with each other. Um, technology can be useful, but there is something to be said for that one-on-one, face-to-face contact yeah. that we have.
0: that That's just part of who we are, it really, is, as a right? species. It so, is. well, Andrew, thank you so much once again. This has been wonderful, and uh, you have saved this show from from me. <laughs> so, have a wonderful day. we will have you back on. I do want to talk about education, higher education with technology. So great. we hopefully you'll be able to come back with it. Absolutely. Me. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Great. Have a safe and happy week out there, everybody.